Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra, and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's a geocommunicator. Her job is to teach geology to the public through social media outreach and live presentations. She has a huge collection of rocks and minerals that she picks up on her adventurous travels. I am so glad to welcome and introduce Kate Larson. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion. Thank you for having me, Rihanna. It's really great to be here. And I love your podcast and what you're doing, having a lot of different people in STEM scientists and engineers. I, I really, uh, I really admire what you're what you're doing to kind of teach people about the different fields of STEM and the different careers that they can have. Yeah, thank you so much. That means a lot to me, especially coming from such a great geologist and geocommunicator. So, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Let's just get straight to it. Um, so I want to know what exactly is it that motivated you to become a geocommunicator? Well, I love to teach. I have had a passion for teaching since I was, I guess, since, since I was a, a kid. And when I went to college and I got into geology, I really loved tutoring my class, my classmates. And like people would come up to me and kind of like, ex- like ask me like, oh, can you explain this? And I like, I learn things fast, but I also love to teach things to other people. So I became a tutor when I was in college. I did um, a lot of like, I I hosted like um, a lecture explaining how to use Microsoft Excel uh, for our geology classes. And I thought it was, um, I I, I have like this passion for teaching and for educating. And I eventually I want to become a professor. So I'm, you know, doing you know, taking some time because COVID isn't really the best time to attend grad school. I wouldn't have all the opportunities that I would. So I just started making TikTok videos, uh, just making videos about geology. And it turned into making educational videos. And then that turned into doing my weekly live stream called Rocks and Hops, where I teach a geology lesson for like an hour and, and a half. And it's very casual and you know, because geologists really love beer, I drink a craft beer while doing it. And I kind of share like, oh, here's what it is. Here's where it's from. And now let's talk about rocks. That sounds awesome. I think TikTok came at the right time during this Mm. pandemic, uh, because uh, most of us had so many aspirations and so many things that we were looking forward to, to doing uh, in 2020 like all of us imagined um like when I was younger at least I imagined that by 2020 it will be the big year there'll be flying cars and there'll yeah. be robots at your service we thought 2020 is that big year but it just turned out to be something so different but yeah. um, I'm glad that with TikTok and with the help of just other social media and other mediums, we can really convey about um, whether it be geology or other STEM fields, we can really talk about them through these platforms. And um, like you said, like you could ha- you could teach so many other people so they're not only gaining information, but it's also helping you know more about rocks yourself because you know at the end how people say that when you teach about rocks or when you teach just any concept, 
yeah you just end up learning more about it yourself or just you just start formulating more questions inside your head thinking um oh so wait i taught this concept but there must be something more related to this and you would dive more deeper into that at least that's my experience Ab- absolutely i say all the time and i was told a lot throughout throughout college you never really know something fully until you can explain it to somebody else and that's how i used to study for my classes and for tests i would you know it's like mm-hmm. i would read all of my notes and then i would pretend like i was giving a presentation on on them so i would i would really get it and mem- memorize it not just have like the re- recalling information i actually fully understood it and i tell that to people now and i want them to have that same experience so that they can really fully learn some some something so what i do is try to teach geology in a way that's interesting and fun and someone's going to remember it and say oh hey i learned this really cool thing and they're explaining it to somebody else so then they really do understand it and that is one of the most rewarding things about edge about education uh, as a whole is to see somebody have that like aha moment and like really get what you're what you're teaching right absolutely i completely agree with you and uh, is there something that you have taught that really inspired you or you just love teaching um i think the first time i ever taught was uh i was a junior in high school and i was really into astronomy and I had like a really I had like a fixation on Pluto like I really really liked Pluto um so I asked my high school astronomy teacher I was like can I give can I can I do the class on Pluto today and I had a whole powerpoint made and she's like I guess so I did that and it was my first time like te- teaching it was like a 20 minute thing and I'd never done something that long before but I loved it and I knew then that I wanted to be some kind of te- teacher Yeah that sounds great so um now a lot of people say that pluto is not really a planet you know like they call it too small to be a planet do you believe that I've got so many opinions about that i'm i my specialty you know as far as my personal interest and research that i have done when i was in college i have a really deep interest in planetary geology so i look at rocks in space that is it's all the aspects of astronomy but without the stars and galaxies it's just the rocky planets and asteroids and moons and i'm really interested in pluto and i have a lot of i have a lot of opinions about why pluto isn't a dwarf planet it's more of a double planet because it's the, a, a gravitational relationship with its largest moon i can i could go on but you probably don't want to hear about that no i would actually love to know could you just share one thing well the the orbit that pluto has it's it kind of got demoted from being a planet because it has a a weirder orbit than other planets do even for being as far out as it is it still can't really be called a planet because of its because of its orbit but um interestingly it's not just orbiting the sun it's having this weird orbit with its moon its largest moon charon and pluto itself they orbit around a central point that's actually outside of pluto so they're orbiting around each other uh instead of like how our moon orbits around a point inside the earth so they're so close in mass and density that you could really think of it as being a double planet wow that's really interesting and so different for me to hear i really did not know that before 
Um, and I concur that you are really interested in um, geology since basically high school. So what course did you take in university to become a geocommunicator? I was, you know, me loving space as, as a kid and I was an astronomy major in college and I, I, I didn't think I liked geology because the way that it was taught to me when I was in high school, it just didn't stick. It didn't spark interest. And that really changed when I got to college and I took my first geology class, which was a planetary geology class. So it was kind of like a little, seg a little segue into geology. And I found that I loved it so, so much more than astronomy because all I really liked in astronomy was the planets. So now I can combine those, those two. And I, I, I took that class and the professor that I had, who is my, I consider him like a really big part of my, of my life. He mentored me throughout my two years at that, at that school. And he really did his best. He, the way that he taught our class made you so interested and it, it, it really inspired me. And I, I took classes with him after, after that, when I changed my major to geology and I was like, I want to do what he does. I want to be like him because he gave me that moment of realizing this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. This is so interesting to me. And I've, I love to, I, I've succeeded in that, not in the same way that he did as being a professor at a college, but I receive messages all the time from people who say that I inspired them to study geology or, you know, they, they were on the fence about it, but now they really love it. And I'm the reason for that. And it just, it brings, it brings me such joy and feelings of, of a success. Like I, I did that and I, you know, I want to get more people interested in geology because, you know, as for my own experience, not loving it in high school because it wasn't being taught to me, I would have never taken a geology class in college if it weren't for finding that link between one of my other interests. And I, I, I want that for other pe people as, as well. Yeah, so um, I think it's great what you're doing and uh, how you're inspiring so many other people. I think, um, as you said, I think in high school, geology is not emphasized enough or it's not taught well enough. So uh, it's really awesome that you're changing people's opinions and motivating more people to join these fields. So I think it's really important that more people like you um, come in and at least like during these times, um, help through social media and help everyone around them. Um, and especially in high school, when we're just building our learning blocks and getting into different, different fields and um, that we have to really get into. So it's uh, just awesome. And like you mentioned, having a great professor is so important because that's what uh, inspired you to really get into this field. And you're being mm -hmm. that virtual professor for everyone. So um, just kudos to you and well done. Thank you. <laughs> I do want to go on in the, in, the, in the future and go to grad school and eventually, you know, get my master's or my PhD and, and actually teach. And I want to help students find their passion and do research with them. Being able to do research when I went to my second college after I, tr after I trans transfer out of community college, um, being able to explore my specific um, in interests within geology and having professors who kind of guided me and said, oh, hey, well, you're interested in this. 
would you be interested in doing research like this? And because of that, I was able to present uh, two research pro uh, two research projects at uh, a big geology conference in 2020. And it was, um, one of them was class research that my whole like class did. And I was voted to be the, the lead author on, on that. So I got to be the first, the first name. And that's a really, that, that, that's a really big deal on like a scientific pa paper. And then I did another research project that was more related to planetary geolo geology. And it was on um, ice dynamics of glaciers. And that one I was, that was just me. And that, that's like my, my real passion. And I, I can't wait to find students in the future, my students, and, you know, guide them to what they really love and then give them the resources that were given to me too. And, uh, you know, give them their head start on their professional career because doing research as an undergrad in, in any, in any science is, is really mean, is really meaningful, not just for, you know, your resume, but for your experience too having that experience to do research and learn how to research and put together a presentation or a publication. It, it, it takes a lot of work and it really pays off in the future in, in whatever field that you go into. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm, I'm sure all these publications must be so rewarding for you. And I, I'm sure with your PhD, uh, you'll be able to touch so many more lives and help them to know more about geology, like I mentioned before. So, um, maybe like after this pandemic gets over, once you get your PhD, you, you will pro practically be um, invincible because you're already helping so many people. And I'm sure after your PhD, you. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people want to join this and really interesting field. Yeah, I, I am working to make geology more easily access, accessible. And I just want to like mention on the topic of, you know, publishing pa papers, I recently started my own pod podcast that um, I read a new publication in the field of geol geology or geoscience as a whole. And when you read these papers, they are so overly complicated and that they're really hard to understand for someone who isn't actively studying that. So I break them down so that everyone can understand like what's, what's new, what what new discoveries have we made or um, discoveries, past discoveries that we've improved our, our collective knowledge of? Yeah, it all sounds so interesting. I'll definitely check out your podcast and um, I encourage my, encourage my viewers to check it out as well. I'm, I'm sure it will all be too interesting. <laughs> I would love to have you come on as, as a guest on my own podcast. That would be, that would be so, so cool. Thank you so much. I'll be honored. <laughs> and um, next up, I also want to know, uh, like, since you go on so many journeys and so many adventures, uh, and you, um, like, you show so many uh, rocks with you, so uh, what is one of your favorite adventure? I think my my favorite adventure was my first like cross country trip. Like, I flew across the the country to go to field camp for the first for the first time, and my. Uh, my class in college, there was about, I think, 12 or 13 of us. It was a very small, tight-knit group. And we flew to Death Valley. And we spent, uh, I guess, I think it was 10, 10 days there, wandering around the desert, mapping rocks. And at that time, it was 
for, for some of it, that was my first experience mapping and being really in the field, not just on these small local field trips that we did around my college. This was like the big time. And I took home, I did not take home any rocks because that is illegal. Definitely didn't take home any rocks from a national park. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so um, have you taken rocks from anywhere else? And if so, what's the coolest rock that you have um, taken back home? Hmm. I have, oh, let me think about that. My favorite kinds of rocks are metamorphic rocks. And I have a ton of those. Um, most of my rocks in my collection, I find. A couple of them I bought from, you know, uh, like really, I guess, reputable sources, you know, that it's not just like rocks or crystals. It's like really hunks of rock with crystals in it and all this stuff. And I, I, I like having like display pieces, I guess. Hmm. What is my favorite rock? I, I think it might be this one. This one is one of my fav favorites. This is a piece of, um, green, uh, there's garnets in it. It's a, it's a garnet amphib amphibolite in a uh, gabbroic matrix. This came from Gore Mountain in the, Adiron in the Adirondacks in New York. And all these red chunks are pieces of garnet. I just, garnet's my favorite mineral because it's in my favorite kind of rock, metamorphic rock. And I turned my, I turned it into a bottle opener because geologists love beer. And so how I, this is how I open my beers for uh, my live, my live streams. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a cool rock and I love your little modification. And, yeah, um, I'm realizing now this is a this is a podcast. No one can see how beautiful this rock is. No, no, that is a real bummer. It'll be up on. YouTube. Oh, that's that, that's great, perfect. <laughs> so they'll be able to see all your wonderful uh, rocks, and I love the fact that it has the beer opener, so it links to your uh, how geologists are. So yeah. I think it's just amazing. <laughs> yeah, I really, I really love it. I want to make more of. I want to make more of them. I've, I've made one for my boyfriend and one for one of my friends from college, and I. I, they are, I want to make more of these and just like give them to P to people. Cause I think that they're just so cool because it's, you're adding a new way to dis to, to display it. You know, it's kind of hard to display rocks if they're all like small because that's some like height to it. I've got way too many rocks and minerals. I, every surface in my home is covered in rocks and, and minerals. <laughs> and now they're sort of like leaking to my boyfriend's place. Like I'm like bringing, I'm bringing rocks there and leaving them all over his shelves. I mean, you could definitely uh, make it like a podcast merch, you know, as they say. So, uh, oh, maybe. Because, <laughs> because it, it just perfectly links everything to geology, like the beer opener yeah. plus the rock. So I think that'd be a really cool idea. Let me turn off my notifications sorry that my phone keeps bu buzzing no problem <laughs> and um also i want to ask you that um now that you are a um, geocommunicator why do you think that geology is such an important thing that people need to get into and study geology is a unique science because it takes a lot of critical thinking to understand it whereas things like chemistry and i guess by biology, it's all facts. It's all just straight for, forward. Um, and physics, physics too, it's all just math and it's it's very straight, straightforward. Geology is very, um, it's very informational, but also 
conceptual at the same at the same time. And having an understanding of geology really strengthens your ability to have critical think to have critical thinking, you know, processes, and uh, to understand the deeper meaning of infer information, not just like the straightforward for forward this chemical reacts with this chem chemical geology is very much hmm knowing this and this what does this mean what 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 is this and so much of geology is about earth's past and we have to understand earth's past in order to understand what's happening now and what will happen in the in the future too so um people doing things like structural geol geology they look at the i guess at the the past and also the present and I guess future of movements in in the earth and how things are shaped now and how that might change and that moves into people who are uh, seismologists who are looking at earthquakes and trying to understand where earthquakes can happen how to be better prepared for them and then there are geologists who do environmental geology and engineering geology to make sure that if you're going to be building in an area is is the is the ground going to be sustain sustainable for that and are you going to be able to have a structure that is not only you know not just dis not disturbing the environment and negatively affecting the rock um is it going to withstand time and changing condi conditions you know you don't want to build on like sand that's gonna get washed get washed away you want to you want to know that what you're building is going to last and it's going to be safe and it's not going to have negative Im impacts on you know the water table and you know having things leak into the ground that will affect the water that will affect uh, I guess wild wildlife plant life and human human life you don't want to dig dig a well under your house down the water table from a gas station. So geologists are really important to kind of, I guess, better build and better live our our lives. Right, I completely agree. And um, as you said, it's one field that you can know the concepts and you can know the information, but uh, it's something that's really hands-on. Like you have to go um, outside and explore the different type of rocks. And uh, as you said, that the people that studied the earthquakes is really helpful, helpful to them as well. So um, I think geology is a great field and um, you can really do things practically rather than just mugging up information, but mm -hmm. and it also helps in critical thinking skills, which I think it's something that is important and it's present in all the STEM fields. And mm -hmm. I think we're all uh, logical thinkers and we have everything to be hands-on. So how we keep saying that now technology is uh, advancing and we just say that let's wait and watch how, how things are going to progress. But being in STEM, sometimes we just need to wait and think that, oh, now we are going to the STEM field. So we will be the people that will be changing things and we'll be the ones that will be modifying things. So we, it's uh, instead of saying, wait, let's wait and watch, we'd be we should rather say let's make and watch because at the end of the yeah. day, people in the STEM fields are the ones that are modifying and making the changes in the world. Absolutely. So such an amazing field, whether it be geology or just any other field in STEM, it's really helping the society as a whole. 
Absolutely. And geology ties into so many other fields as, as well. And what I really love about science is that it's such a collaborative effort. For one thing to advance, you have to look at so many other, other things. And, you know, some, some people will be like, oh, well, you know, physicists suck or, you know, they're, they're, you know, up, uptight or chemists are quiet or whatever. And it's like, you're kind of like fighting in weird, in weird ways, but it's like, we're all working together to advance our collective understanding of everything around us and, you know, working together and just being co-op cooperative and collaborative. I think that's one of my favorite things about science is that how really how connected everything is uh, in nature. And we have to reflect that in our research and being connect connected with other fields of science. Yeah, same, same here. I completely agree with you that everything is so interconnected and STEM especially so interdisciplinary. And um, like you mentioned, geology has so many connections. So uh, I'm sure it must be also, uh, some part of it must also be connected to bits of technology. So are there different tools or different technologies that you use in order to communicate uh, about geology or just learn about geology in general? Tools that I use? Yeah. Um, see, I don't really use a whole lot of tools. I mean, I don't do as much field work as I used to when I was in college. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to kind of move forward and do more field, field things like hosting more field trips and geology hikes. I do want to get outside and for, for being in the field, you do use a lot of hands-on tools. You get really hands-on with, with the rock. You're using a compass, a, G, a GPS, you're, you know, sometimes you're hammering out uh, a, a sample of rock. And um, I think the, my favorite tool as a geologist uh, isn't only really a tool at all. It's a, it's a vest. It's like a, a, a fishing vest with a lot of pockets. I put everything in my, in my pockets and it's, I can fit so many rocks, so many note notebooks, all of my little tools, my my hand lens that I use to look at um, rocks and minerals up close and in in the field too. And it's covered in scratches from being dropped on rocky ground. And it has a lot of um, my my vest means means a lot to me. And I'm always telling other like geology students like get a vest, get a field vest, ditch the backpack, just get a field a field vest. Yeah, I'm sure like instead of carrying a heavy backpack, just having a big vest in general with everything. Distribute the weight everywhere. And I think us women in general, we're so tired of those small um, jean pockets that we really love having those big pockets and with many uh, or a jacket with many pockets. So Mm -hmm. um, I think just generally we're all just very interested in um, things with pockets. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of geology field clothing. Um, a lot of, a lot of female geologists that I know, we generally buy men's pants, like men's hiking pants and working pants for, for the out, for the outdoor and being in the fields because the women's stuff. Yeah. Like it's getting better outdoor clothes for women generally do have deeper pockets, but you find that they're more expensive, which is kind of weird. They're more expensive. They come in these 
ugly colors and they're like slim fit. Like I just want to wear pants and not get scratches on my legs or, you know, bugs. I don't want to have like a whole, I don't want to have to pay extra for pockets that aren't as big and they're a lot fewer and uh, it looks more sty stylish. So I, and a lot of other female geologists, we buy uh, men's, men's pants. <laughs> right. But um, see, speaking of which, like we have so many different things compared to men. So speaking of which, what do you think about um, there being discrimination in the STEM fields or just fewer number of women in these fields? So what's your opinion about that? I do know that there is there there is some gender discrimination in geoscience fields. Um, there I remember seeing a video Oh, over a year ago about a, a, a female geologist who works on a construction site. She's kind of like an, like a, I guess she's, she's doing like field, field work to, you know, secure the uh, knowledge about the, about the site, about the geology of, of the site. And she had faced discrimination from her male co coworkers who were, you know, and engineers and stuff. And, that she she had posted about it and it got a lot of news coverage and I connected with her and I was like wow that's really that's really some some something I that was my first time hearing about discrimination towards women in in uh, geology and geoscience as I had never really experienced that I mean the one the one time I really kind of I I was on a field a field trip I was in uh, Death Valley. And I had a really hard time keeping up with my classmates and I was just not physically able to hike and like hike up uphill. At the time I did have pneumonia and didn't know it, but I had talked to my professor and I said, why, what can I do? Is there, is there hope for me to be a professor and to lead field trips and to do it right? If I am having a hard time keeping up with with the group and I'm not like I don't have anything physic physically that would that would keep me from from doing that I just got tired and sore fast um I did have no I did have pneumonia just but I he he told me he's like well women women's bodies aren't really equipped for this sort of thing and I was like oh no why did you just say that I look up to you why did you just say that it really kind of hit me that there is still dis, dis, discrimination towards women in these predominantly male fields that are, you know, more, I guess, gritty. And, you know, you can be a geologist and work, you know, behind a desk or you can work outdoors. And he was basically saying that maybe I'd be more of a desk person. And it really did hurt. But I, I, I know that it's just different different body types. There are plenty of men who wouldn't be able to do that either. And I just happen to be one of the one of one of the body types who probably can't. But it doesn't mean anything less towards women. Women can do anything that men can. If you're having a hard time keeping up on a hike, I should probably do more leg exercise sizes or not not be sick on a field trip next time. We'll see. But I, I do feel like there is discrimination. In my field specifically, I haven't seen a whole a whole lot of it, which has been nice. Oh, except for the times that I get um, men on my social media uh, questioning my, I guess, 
my authority and professionalism and they're saying that I'm not as educated. It's kind of weird. I feel like I wouldn't get those kinds of comments if I was a man. Yeah, it's just terrible. And um, it's just weird how women and men of the same skill set are treated so differently, uh, whether it be any workforce, even the unequal pay, that's just um, terrible. And being in the 21st century, I really hope that would change. And uh, I know like we're improving, but there's still so many people out there, like um, you said, one of the person in your um, field trip, uh, you looked up to that person and just making that remark, I'm sure that must be terrible for you. And um, I don't think anyone should be saying that or anyone should really hear that. And um, uh, I'm sure that someone with the same like skill set as yours, uh, and if that was a man, that no comment like that would have been made. It even goes to men on the same side that uh, if a man made that same remark, uh, they'd probably be told to um, toughen up or um, don't cry or something like that. But yeah, um, so it's just something we as a society should change because we're in the 21st century and why are we still talking about things that were rudely said in the past? So um, us as an entire STEM field and spreading more awareness about diversity and mm-hmm. um, less gender discrimination should be really important. And uh, I'm sure women like you can inspire everyone around them to do the same. I really hope I really hope so. There are a growing number of women who are joining these geoscience fields. And in the past, with a lot of, you know, older older geologists from a different generation, uh, they are, most of them are men. And so now there's this new generation and it's very, it seems to me in my experience that it's a very close ratio of men to women who are joining these fields. And now that is, that is the world is changing. It's, it's increasing. And it's really refreshing to see so many women doing amazing things in in geoscience and, you know, paving the way for, more women and and young young girls to look up to that and when they think of a of a geologist they don't just think of you know a man in a little in a little hat and he's like gruff and holding holding a hammer you can be a geologist and be so many other things even even a, a woman right absolutely and um it's so important to change people's mindset and i'm so glad more people are joining the this field and um I'm sure the numbers are just increasing day by day and that's really good to hear and I'm so glad more women are being encouraged to join this field. Um, I'm sure like there might be few people along the way that might discourage you um, but we as women just need to push through and support each other to, like through this entire journey and uplift because um we women understand each other when what we're going through all this discrimination more than anyone else because uh, people might be pushing you down but you need to know in your heart that if this is what you want to do you just go ahead and do it um like you said it may take you a leg workout to go on the (laughs) field trip but you will make sure you do it and if you meet him next time uh, I want you to prove him wrong because I know you can do it. <laughs> I one of what I would really love to do. I want to go back to Death Valley. I had a, such such a great experience there, and now that I'm getting into leading field field trips, I want to you know expand out of my my 
I guess, region and go to different places and host field field trips there and lectures there. I want to lead a like lead a group through all of my favorite spots in Death Valley. And I'm going to hike up Yubihibi Crater and I'm not going to fall to my knees several times. I am going to do it. I'm going to breath train. I'm going to leg train. I am absolutely going to do it. And it's going to feel so rewarding. Yeah, I do believe in you. I am sure you can do it. So um, do your leg workout and go on those field trips. I'm sure you can do it. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Lastly, I want to ask you, what advice would you like to give to anyone that wants to join the same field as yours? I would tell, I would tell you to, well, first I would say to go to, you know, a community college first. I think it was a great experience for me because I got to explore different subjects and I found geology was my favorite and I got to take that, you know, intro class and really know that I loved it before I went and chose a a bigger school based on that. So, you know, choosing a school for one, for one thing, doing it without fully knowing it yet and taking that, that introductory class. If you really know, if you really love geology and you're, and you're ready for it, I say, go, go for it. Go, go to a college that has cool geology nearby so that you can have field trips locally that you don't have to travel you know, hours and hours to go see cool geology and experience it in the, in the fields. Um, I, I think that it's a, it's a great field and it is so much fun to study in college. Geologists and geology majors are some of the most friendly people I have ever met and we're very laid back and easygoing. It's really easy to make friends and make connections. And I, I really, I really rec- recommend it to anybody who's thinking about it. I am always here to answer questions. I always encourage people to reach out to me if they have specific questions. I try to, you know, guide them towards some resources that I have on my website, you know, all the different fields of geology and what majoring in geology entails and what the different jobs in geology entail. Uh, but, you know, I, I do want to help people and give them more personalized ad- advice. So, if you're listening and you are thinking about becoming a geology major or you want to become a geologist in the future, I am here to answer your questions. I want you to come to that realization that you want to be a geologist. I want to give you that amazing moment that I had. Yeah, definitely. So could you shout out your uh, Instagram or anywhere that anyone would like to reach out to you? Sure. My Instagram, I can receive messages on there. TikTok, not so, not so much. My Instagram is groovygeologist. And I also have a website at that's groovygeologist.com. And if you want to watch some of my TikTok videos, uh, you can find me at Rock Talk Kate. Yeah, we'll definitely make sure to check it out and your podcast as well. And if there's any great, questions- yeah. Oh, almost great. It's, it's, <laughs> it's called The Shist of It. I'm oh, deciphering wow. papers so you can get the gist of it get it it's a fun it's a fun joke schist is a kind of rock (laughs) so uh, there are so many different connections to your podcast i just love it so i will definitely make sure to check it out (laughs) great i really appreciate that thank you well uh, that's it for today thank you so much kate for coming on i had such a great time talking to you and getting to know so many of your different experiences i'm sure even the viewers must have really enjoyed it no, thank and you so much for having me on. I I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. And I 
I really hope that you get people, do you get people reaching out to you and telling you that, that you inspired them to pick a field in, in STEM? I mean, yeah, the, uh, there are a couple of people that uh, just text me saying that I love listening to your podcast. And uh, so basically I get uh, high school students um, listening to listening into my podcast because um, like I'm only uh, mostly uh, juniors or seniors because they are applying to universities. So yeah. they, they need to, um, you know, like get get adjusted about the field. So having so many different mm-hmm. guests really inspires them to um you know, so and so it's just a great feeling to know that oh, my podcast is helping someone, and it's helping women and even men uh, to get into uh, these different fields. And it's just Absolutely. also great for me because I get to talk to so many different people like you and know, uh, get to know about their insights. And uh, it's just a great experience for me as well because I've never known so much more about different fields than I have now. And there's so many new fields that I've discovered through this podcast. So I'm so grateful. It's that is amazing. I'm so happy for you that you're having that that experience. And I really admire what you're doing. I said before, I'll say it again. You are incredible. Rihanna, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Kate. And uh, to let all of you know, this podcast is now available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more. Thank you, Kate, again. Bye bye. Bye.